0: And decaffeinated coffee.
1: Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. What's the purpose
0: of drinking coffee if it decaffeinated? You, de- you drink coffee to get high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: so But it was amazing because I still felt it.
3: Yeah, yeah. It had 0.5 alcohol and I still felt it, and I don't want to drink again.
0: Why? You had a hangover?
4: A little bit, yeah.
0: How I many you a have? A little
4: bit, a little. It was in like, oh, man, I
2: can't get
0: up. How many did you have? Like
2: three. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Rendition of Mrs. Jones. <laughs> oh yeah. You saying Mrs. Jones. I
2: thought
0: Jesse about this. You doing good? <laughs> well he thinks so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I
5: just think it's funny <laughs> yeah, no, that i
4: okay.
5: well,
0: that's, that's yeah. good. It's fun, it's good. Isn't that the point, Jesse? <laughs> it's the fun of it. Yeah. yeah.
5: Ladies and gentlemen, good morning. Happy Sunday. How are you doing this morning? All is well. Okay, maybe wake up a little more. Um, I, I realize we are a little early, so people might be still asleep. That's fine. I'll let it slide this time. Um, anyways, just wanted to do a couple quick announcements here before we get started. Uh, if you need to use the restroom at any time during the service, is back through that door and to the left. If you get lost along your way, TJ will guide you. Sherpa, TJ will guide you. He's in a blue shirt if you don't know who I'm talking about. He's in the back there. Um, if everyone could do me a kind favor, take a look at your cell phone. Make sure it's silent. Please silence the cell phones. Just go ahead and take a look. I'm sure most of you are looking at your phones right now, so just take a look. Make sure it's on silent because if it goes off, we're shutting down the whole service. Shutting it down, bringing you up to the front, and wagging our fingers at you. Um, also, please, uh, no food or drink uh before during or after the service, it looks like everyone is following the rules. Thank you um, and if uh, anybody any of the guys maybe in the back want to just come on up to the front just so the uh, uh, the lollygaggers uh, who will be coming in shortly since we are we're starting so early this morning um, we're going to have a few scragglers um, coming in uh, and of course they 'll sit in the back like the bad kids um fantastic and um uh, we will be having a fellowship here in the, in the church, not too much hooping and hollering uh, unless the spirit overtakes you um, <laughs> uh, if if you have a question or comment raise your raise your hand and I will bring you the mic or Samuel will bring you the mic uh, if you get the mic try not to you know move it around too much or you know flail it about or tap on it or anything like that so the yeah six inches try to hold it in the fashion that I am holding it, not too close, not too far, just so the people at home uh, can hear you just fine, and we can hear you in the studio audience. A lot of complainers in the chat. I noticed that. It's just how it is, folks. Uh, anyway, that's all for me. Happy Sunday. Thanks. <laughs>
0: Amber, did you sing last night?
6: Yes. Yeah, you did? Yeah.
0: Oh, But you're a singer anyway, right? A little bit. Oh, you want to sing an open song this morning? morning. Don't you sing Christian music or something? <laughs> Had too much party last night. <laughs> Good morning. Welcome to church. I am Jesse Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. You can get involved, go to our YouTube chat line, and um, Hake will let me know, and I'll respond to your questions and comments. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Morning. Is Hake here today?
2: No. <laughs> I don't
0: know my, the, his younger brother. I know. Uh, what a mess.
6: <laughs>
0: he looks like a white guy now.
6: <laughs>
0: I'm like, what the? He went to the party last night and left his beard.
2: <laughs>
0: he got so drunk and party so hard he snatched his beard off. <laughs> no, he didn't get drunk. Um, so, how many people believe? Before you heard me say racism doesn't exist, and you still may believe it, how many of you believe racism exists at one, point in time? at one point in time? Yes. And the rest of you did not believe it at all? You never believed that? It
3: seemed like it was
0: malarkey from the start, kind of. Oh, it did? Yeah. It seemed like malarkey? Yeah. <laughs> and and why did it seem that way to you?
3: It just always seemed like it was kind of. Just being brought from somewhere that wasn't really real, it was just kind of made up and just like a a scapegoat, just something to talk about other than what was really going on. Really? Yeah.
0: Amazing. Um, That's interesting. Is this your first time? Yes. Oh, what's your name? Joe. Welcome, Joe.
3: Thank you. Where are you from? Uh, Pacifica, California, up north. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for coming. How did you hear about it? On YouTube. Nice. Any questions or anything? What's that? Any questions? Uh, not off the top of the
3: head. Maybe a little later when I can think oh,
7: about okay. it. Yeah.
0: All right. Thank you for coming. Yeah, thank you. Mark, you believed that racism existed at one time? Yes, I did. Why did you believe that?
1: I guess I just um, became part of the world and the people around me, and I said and believed the things that people were saying and believing around me.
0: Oh. So you just said it and believed it because your environment believed it and said it.
1: That's uh, my best guess. But you didn't believe it. Yeah, I remember thinking that uh, I was brown and they were white and <clears throat> they don't like me because,
0: what a, you know, all that stuff. You thought that white people didn't like you?
1: I mean, I, I didn't really have it bad, but, like, you could get to me. You know what I mean? Like, um, I didn't, like, cry about it on a regular basis, but if, like, a white person were to say, Mexicans, this it would like
0: make me be like, what, you know? What'd you say? How did the Mexican become a part of the fight between the blacks and the whites? Um,
1: I think the it has a lot to do with the politics in this country, and if you want to have a lot of votes, just the blacks. Who
0: you guys in?
1: Um. Yeah, I'm sure that that did, that was happening back then. I'm trying to like think of politics now and back then and and so
0: at one point you thought white people did not like you because of your color?
1: No, like I didn't have it bad like that. I wasn't like a constant complainer, but if a white person would say something about Mexicans, Mexicans this or anybody, a black person, if you're not Mexican and you say something, that would like make me kind of be like, "Wait, what did you say? Are oh, you allowed yeah. to say that?" You know what I mean? Amazing.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you believe racism exists at one time?
1: I mean, at one time, I think because we're taught that in schools at a young age. So I oh, did
0: believe it. you were taught in school well, that racism exists?
2: I mean, the stuff that they show in books and stuff like that. I was never taught
0: in school that racism exists. Isn't that was, And I went to all-black school.
3: Wow. Well, yeah, I, I just say like, when I was and so younger. So you yeah.
0: believed it for a while because you heard it in school and
3: I didn't believe it
1: because I had black friends and white friends, so I didn't really. Oh,
0: you never believed it.
1: I didn't believe it, but oh, it was okay.
0: taught, you know. So nice. Yeah. Did you believe that at one time?
6: Yeah, I remember the first time I was like talked about racism. We went to Virginia to visit family. And they would tell us, oh, the white people here are so racist." We go to the mall, and we have on Chanel, and they look at us like, "Where'd you get that from?" You know, <laughs> that's where the first time I heard <laughs> it. What? Now? I know they're mean to us because we're brown. That were it was from my own family. Yeah, but then my family are the most judgmental. <laughs>
0: yeah,
6: because they would call black people the, that bad word in in Spanish. That means that starts with the M. It's like the N-word.
0: Yeah. Really?
6: Yeah. Amazing. No, the worst one, the one where it's like a... So what? It's just a bad word.
0: Oh, okay. And so do you believe racism exists now? No. Oh. What changed
6: your mind? Listening to you, it makes sense. Like, it's not racism. It's not because of your skin. Right. It's because they're evil. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Amazing.
0: And you believe at any point that racism exists i don't
8: i don 't go with the timeline question that you're asking that at some point that it exists or it, was do you it,
0: still believe it exists uh, i
8: i don't think it 's racism I think it's cultural differences't did I, I didn't even was... live in this country for most of my young life until I was in my early twenties, and what I noticed was you say you didn 't live in
0: this country to most Right, of life? right Where are you from?
8: What do you mean, where am I from? I mean, (laughs) I was born in South America. I lived in Europe. lived in Mexico, Argentina, Cuba, Italy, France. I didn't know that. So in France, you know, they talk about the Algerians. In Italy, the northern Italians call the southern Italians Africans. And in Mexico, you can imagine. I mean, we see versions of it here, like this young lady was just talking about.
0: So, so you never believed that racism existed? No, thing.
8: I believe that, that what I saw was that as a Yankee, right, spelled Y-A-N-Q-U-I, right, as a Yankee, you, there was something different about you. You were trying to fit into a, a local culture. Uh, the French had words that were very similarly derogatory about Americans. The Italians, the same thing. So what I saw was differences in culture, and then that was very obvious, so I think, for example, part of the black and white thing is a culture thing. People that are black have a black culture. Don't tell me they don't, right? Is there a white culture? I think it's a standard way of looking at things.
0: You and know, so, so, so do you believe it or not? I never I don't think, hear that.
8: Well, no, I'm telling you I don't. I, I you don't say think you never believe that I, it is. I believe is it. it's a cultural difference. But I don't, don't believe it's be- race. I don't believe it's race.
0: You never believe You never believe that racism is this, right? Right. Oh, okay. Nice.
8: But I, th- I think the culture thing is big.
0: What is culture?
8: Yeah, right, exactly. What is culture? Right. <laughs> uh, that's the big that problem. Is well, people, culture is whatever you want it to be, right? It's music, it's art, it's oh, I see. It's that sort of thing. It's language. Frankly, um, I I believe that there's a phrase that I've found that seems to describe the world, is that culture rises when a civilization falls we used to think of ourselves as americans right. much more so than mexicans, hispanics, blacks, whites, left wing, right wing. those are cultures and the purpose of a culture is to differentiate you. i'm different from you because i have french culture. my feeling is cultures for yogurt man. i mean it's it's a mess, <laughs> right? That's where culture belongs. <laughs> Amazing. And, and, yeah.
0: um, I didn't know culture existed. Because yeah, I it definitely was exists. Up,
8: Absolutely. Exists. I just thought
0: we had a different kind of food. I knew that, but. Well, there you go. I thought it was just a taste bud. Yeah, there you go, right? Yeah. Irving, do you believe, you believe racism exists at one time, and do you still believe it?
4: Um, yeah, to a certain extent I did. You I never did? really believed the way people would describe it because my experience with individual white people was not, so I remember, like teachers and things like that in high school, they'd always tell us, "Well, it's there, but it's subtle." They'd always say, "It's it's subtle." Oh
0: yeah, I must never leave because he used to think James was racist. I don't know why you that's it just occurred.
4: That's not true.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James used to use the N word a lot in the office. Oh yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Remember. <laughs> And Irma said, I think you a little racist. But so but you didn't believe it at once. Yes. Time. Yep. Do you believe it now? No. A- and
4: why not? Because I mean I can see clearly that even looking back, those people that I thought were racist, it was just they were just hateful people. It wasn't really about the race. Yep. It was just that they had their own issues Amazing. and I can see now that it's not it's not about color.
0: Did you believe racism exists at one time? Yeah. Do you still believe it? No, no, not at all. But you did at one time. Yeah. And why did you believe it?
9: Um, it began. It began with because racism, I guess, doesn't exist in Ecuador in my country because there's not that fight. We didn't have. We have that.
0: no black people there.
9: We have, but it's not. We It's more classism in Ecuador than racism. It's not oh, about the race. It's more about like yeah. you're poor or you're rich or whatever. And my mom was always super classist. And I guess like when I came to America, I came for college, for a college tuition and stuff. Right. And they were teaching me racism. I was like, oh, all of this time my mom was classist, sexist, racist, and all of the So that's why I knew, like, okay, this is real, because I see it in my own house.
0: And And so when you started to believe that, did you dislike white people?
9: Uh, I don't know. Like, it wasn't like a dislike. It was like a stereotype. I thought white people were a certain way. But it wasn't like I didn't have hate or anything like that. Like, it was like, oh, this is how white people are? It was more like that.
0: Oh,
9: I see. It wasn't like like I dislike them. Like I'm not gonna talk to them. But
0: you just thought they were racist?
9: Yeah, I just thought that's what they do.
0: That's amazing.
9: Yeah, but but it was more like influence because I saw it in my own house. But
0: you are you white? You look white. <laughs> no. You're not white.
9: I'm I'm Latin. I don't know. I'm
0: you it, Latino.
9: I'm Italian, Middle East. Oh, is she Lebanese. one of those white Latin. I'm a mix, I'm a mix, I'm a mix Oh, you like a
0: breed, half breed
9: No, I'm, I'm I'm, three three things, Italian, Lebanese, and I'm Latina, I guess, Ecuadorian
0: Wow, I'm yeah. sorry, so where's the baby going to be? <laughs> <laughs> She's about to have a baby, that baby's going to be messed up
10: It's going to be all of it because he's gonna also He's going to be
0: all those things, and they're black
9: No, it's gonna be, he's black, Dominican. Dominican, I think he has Lebanese in him
0: he has all those things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's gonna be this baby gonna be in a world on his own. <laughs>
9: yes. Wow. Yeah.
0: What a mess. Well, yeah. Did you believe racism existed at one time? Uh huh. Yeah, I used to. And what made you believe that?
6: I think it's just
11: all over, like, you know, school media talk about the history of racism and just, I was like, oh, of course it exists, because everyone talks about it, so it has to exist.
0: And so when you would see white people, did you think, oh, they're racist?
11: Not really. I thought it was kind of individual, like, oh, that person, you know, is accepting of everyone, so they're not racist, and this person hates all these people, so they're racist. It was like, just subjective. Did right?
0: you go to college? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs>
5: yeah.
0: No wouldn't wonder. Amazing, Mary. Did you believe racism existed?
2: Well, actually, I didn't. I did not believe that racism existed. You never believe that? No, and you know why? Why? Because the people that treated me the worst were the black people. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, black people treat you worse than Jim Crow. They,
2: they treat they, right, and I'm black, and they treated me bad. So I'm like, what kind of thing is this? Your parents treat you bad and you're, and, you're, and all the people around you, the little store people, everyone who's black treats you bad. You go out on the street, they beat you up. I mean, it's like, what is it?
0: <laughs> Poor Mary.
2: <laughs> so I had a hard time.
0: No, did you believe racism is this at one
10: time? I was trying to think. I, I think I did. Um, briefly, as a kid, but I would when I was young. I went to an all-black school, and then when I, as I grew up, I went to an all-white school, and it, it was the same either way.
0: You got beat up by both
10: parties. <laughs> no, I mean, you because you like he's white, so the blacks
0: beat him up, and when he went to the white school, when they knew the my, white people when thought he was black.
10: When they knew my mom was white, we had there was it was. I had some troubles when they knew. And then when I went to the white school and they knew my dad was black, I had trouble. So it was the same from both sides. So it, I but then I, I played ball. So I, I had friends on any race in any race. Right. So and we used to tease or just remember we used to tease the heck out of each other. Yeah, You can't curse. We would. I mean, we would. We, were t- we talked about every race there was, and because we were all different races, so we would talk about each other, but we were buddies. So on one hand, I kind of saw how that worked, and then the other hand, you know, you have people that you just never kind of... I don't know if I believed how, how much I believed into it. I just remember in school, though, we, we learned about... Um, Civil War and those type of things, and and Ku Klux Klan a little bit, and yeah. so we, I kind of, I think I kind of thought it was way back when, Oh, okay. But I,
0: I don't know. Amazing. So the reason I you this is uh, yesterday, uh, Francisco sent me this uh, video of this ex uh, KGB from the Soviet. And he grew up, his father was a kid, what, what's it? yeah, what is it? A spy, a spy? yeah. of the CIA or something, yeah. Oh, okay. And so his father grew up as one, so he became one as well. And it was so interesting. It was an hour-long video, so I was stuck on the freeway. That's the only time in my life I've been happy that there was heavy traffic. So he gave me a chance to hear the whole thing, right? And this guy, he, um, they transferred him over to India at one time when he was very young. So he could spy on them as well. But he, while there, he began to like the Indian people because they were nice people. He realized that they were not what he had been told that they were growing up, right? And so it, it became hard for him to spy on them. So what he did was he defected to uh, Canada, I believe. And the way he did that was, at that time there were white hippies over in India. And so he dressed up like a hippie. He put on a white wig. He, He pretended he was smoking pot and doing all that. And he was able to get out of the country that way. And so he was telling how... Oh, and I wrote down a few things of here. He he talked about how when they turned, I guess, Russia into a communist society, because I guess at one time it used to be a Christian, decent society, that they would brainwash the people. Number one, they would have the people fighting amongst one another. They would make up uh, some type of problem. It wouldn't even be a real problem at all. And then they would go into the media and others start saying that this was a problem. And they would say it over and over again until the people started to believe it. And so the people would fight one another over something that didn't exist at all. It was just made up because they wanted to turn Russia into a socialist society. And, um, and he talked about how they would invite people from different countries, Africa, uh, the government, you know, dignitaries and actors and movie stars and things, from, they invite them from America to the Soviet because uh, at the time the Soviet Union had a, I guess they might still have it, but they had a death camp and, and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so they would invite the Americans over <coughs> and the Africans over so that they can come back over here and give a false report about Russia to make Russia sound good as so though nothing was going on, all was well, right? And he said that when the Americans would come, they would take the Americans to the reporters and politicians, they would take them to a fake school, well, a nice school where the, the, the KGB children went. And it was a nice school, right? But they were also showing them a, a different kind of school where uh, where the parents were enslaved, encamped, and the kids was going to that school. But it was a horrible school to attend. But they would dress up the school and make it look like it was a decent school. And that's why they showed them the decent school first. And then they put a fake school there. And he said that um, one of his jobs was when the Americans were to, were to go there, his job was to get them drunk and high. And so the moment he got them off the plane, he, were off, he would take them to this amazing hotel, and he would say, hey, let's make a toast. And he would start getting them drunk right away. And the whole time that they were there, they kept them drunk. And he showed pictures of the dinners and things they were holding. They had bottles of whiskey and wine. And they were always making toast so that they keep the reporters and everybody drunk. And, uh, but he would drink a little bit, or not at all. But they were so drunk, they didn't know it. And then the, the Russia had given him a pill so that he would not get drunk. It prevented him from getting drunk. And so the next morning when they would meet again about Russia he would tell, he would pretend that they already had a conversation, they had started a previous conversation about a certain issue and that the Americans were so drunk they thought they had had the conversation too. And so they would add on to the conversation that never happened. Isn't that amazing? And then they had some uh, professors from this country and other country that would go there. And they would show them material about Russia, books on Russia and things like that, to professors. And he said that they would read the books and they would be so happy and excited. They love Russia, right? But every word in the book was a lie. And the material that they read, all lies. None of it was true. And so some of the experts would come back here and they would go on TV as experts of Russia. They would be telling America about Russia. And but everything they would tell America about Russia was lies because they wrote fake books to deceive them so that the world would not know what Russia was doing. Uh a communist society, right? And that the experts over here would get paid, they would be on a TV show, pushing Russia, and over there they'd be laughing at the experts. Like, what useful idiots. Right? Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And then the American people would believe the experts. I told y'all, the only real experts are my
3: experts.
0: (laughs) Um, They invited Kennedy over when he was president. And they they took him to a fake wedding. And they did that because Kennedy had a big ego. In America, they treated him like a king, right? And so they needed to use him. And so they invited Kennedy to a wedding, which was all set up. It wasn't even a And they made him feel so good. And uh they gave him wine and stuff. And Kennedy came back to America and really promoted Russia too. All lies. None of it was true, that they believed it. And so uh in the meantime, the people in Russia was fighting one another over non-issues. And what the government would do in Russia, it would create false emergencies. And the read, like we have the Chinese virus now, right? And the reason they created false emergencies because they wanted to see the number of people who were overreact to it, that were afraid. And when they saw that the people were afraid, they would refuse to end the emergency. They would keep it going and keep it going until they could control everybody. And the, And the ones that they were able to control were the ones who were afraid who have fear. And they end up dividing the, the, the fearful people from the non-fearful people. Isn't that like what's happening here now? Yeah. Yeah. This whole Chinese thing, the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. And it was all lies. They did nothing but lie the whole time. The media lied for them. And they asked Well, why does why did the media lie? And he's like, I don't... I don't. He said he think it was for ego reasons. They loved being you know, seen on TV. They felt important. Some of them were professors and things like that. And it were greed because a lot of them got a lot of money. And once they became media reporters, they knew what the real truth was, but they were afraid to say it because they would lose their jobs. So they would have to promote the lie in the media. And the people just suck it up. And, be, and that's how... Oh, and the professors... They would bring some of the professors from over here to there. And they were really, and they said it was some of the dumbest professors they ever seen from America. (laughs) And he said that he noticed that the dumb professors, the one on, you know, they're not the A student, but whatever, right? When they leave college, they go work for the government. Nearly all of them work for the government because it's a job that you can have for the rest of your life, right? and then that they would be used in the government like to help promote the vaccine force let for say right they're, they're spying on the regular folks and, and things like that because they didn't want to lose their job they were afraid and they were greedy mm-hmm. and the media were doing the same thing isn't that like amazing yeah. and so I, I was thinking about oh something else they said oh they got rid of Christianity over there too they attacked Christian as something bad. And they, they would get the media to promote it as bad until the people started hating Christianity and Christians. And so none of the things that they were doing was real. It was all made up. And so when the, the politicians and entertainers would come, they never showed them the bad part of, of Russia. They never saw it. They always presented the good because they needed them to come back to this country and other countries to say that Russia was good and not that it was a death camp, it imprisoned people, taking the rights away from them. And the exact same thing is happening here. And it's so easy to brainwash people like that. They hear it over and over they start believing it. And it's not real. And he said that the exact, exactly what happened in in Russia is happening here word for word, action for action. The results are the same. The reactions are the same. The media is being paid off, and the politicians are being paid off. And some of them they know better, but they won't they won't tell the public because of fear of losing their jobs. Isn't that something? And they pay them a lot of money so they can become greedy, and 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 it's never enough money. They want more and more, so they become experts and they become book writers and they promote their books and because enough money is never enough. And he said that uh, in Russia, they used the homosexuals and the lesbians and the perverted people to bring the country down, to demoralize the country. And once they got what they want, they killed the homosexuals. Yeah. They get rid of them. They don't really like them, right? But they use them to demoralize the country. And he said that it took about 20 years or so in the universities to brainwash the people and demoralize them and, and re educate them in a way that they don't know that they're being re educated. And then once you spend 20 years on that generation, then they're going to teach the same thing to their children. And that children, their children will be demoralized and brainwashed and dumbed down as well. And he, he talked about how that happened to the young here in this country. If you look at them, they, show, they have no morals at all. And most of them don't even know that they are immoral. They are presented in the colleges and things like that as moral values, and they are not moral values. And so it caused and he went on and on, and I'm going to have Frank and you on the name of the, uh, the video. So it caused me to think about racism, right? When I was growing up, I never heard the word racism at all. It was good versus evil. They knew that there were decent people in all races of folks. And there were bad people. And so they told us we should treat people the way we would like to be treated. But when when the civil rights movement started, and I moved to the city, that's when I really started hearing the word racism over and over. If you had to go to the toilet, it's a racist thing. (laughs) And you hear, with everything, you had a bad, bad hair day, it's racism. And they've been pushing it and pushing it to the point they use it now like water. And they're getting away with it. And the reality that there is no such thing as racism. It never exists. Well, because the people heard it over and over and over and over again, and it was validated by their parents and things like that, the people start believing it. And now there's a separation between the races over nothing, over a word that doesn't exist. Isn't that amazing? And it happened like that with a lot of things. We've been lied to. And I'm like, wow, this is so interesting. I didn't realize that you could really brainwash people like that. He said that even in the media today in America, everything you hear is a lie. Everything you hear none of it is true and not only from the liberal media from but the conservative media too they're all lying to you they're not telling you the real real truth of what's really going on because they're getting paid they live in fine homes they have nice cars and everything and they love controlling the people for their own personal gain that's shocking to me and we can walk around not knowing that we're brainwashed. And, I, and I, so I wonder, how come, how come we don't know that we're brainwashed? Look like a brainwashed person would know that he's brainwashed. I would think, but they don't. And I remember when I, again, I didn't believe in this race. I never heard of it growing up in Alabama. Even when they talked about the KKK, they still didn't, I still didn't hear the word racism. It was just some white men that wore robes, and they were mad about whatever they were mad about. Um, and so when I moved here, I started hearing about racism from Lewis Farrakhan and Jesse Jackson and others, and then I started to believe it. And once I believed it, it had me. And so every time I saw a white person, especially if they disagreed with me, it was race. They're doing it because they're, I'm black, mm-hmm. right? And so I wondered, how did I become unbrainwashed? And I realized the way I became unbrainwashed is when God took the anger away from me. Because every angry person is brainwashed and don't know it. It's easy to feed an angry person a lie. And so I remember when he woke me up, I saw that, wow, it's not about race. It's about character black people are mad about nothing, you know. It's about values. It has nothing to do with race. And from that day forward, I've just been growing in the light, so mm-hmm. it's hard to brainwash you once you wake up. But every angry person is brainwashed. They're living in darkness and cannot see. Isn't that amazing? There's this fat, real fat, black woman. <laughs> like, fat from head to toe. Not like just belly fat, but fat fat. And she is evil and angry. And she was doing an interview on TV, and she said something like, "We're going to take out all these white." Did she say M.F.ers or something? Did she say it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They eat up all the food. Cooper. She said M.F. right? Yeah. She said.
8: Uh, in response to a question about what to do about white and racism
3: yeah.
2: to
8: summarize she said we got to take these
3: I want to say we want to take these MFers out but we can't say that
0: yeah and there is no pro- there is no protest about it nobody demanding that she be thrown out as a so called professor none of that and so the white people are afraid of a word that doesn't exist They don't want to be called racist and so they're running from a word that doesn't even exist. Can you get in the brainwashing that? It's uh so you gotta overcome your anger. Then you start to see. It'll be hard for anyone to deceive you. And if they do deceive you, it'll only be for a little bit. It won't last. You'll be able to see through that eventually. But all human beings, that's why you're afraid. That's why you have You're afraid, and they use your fear to control you. I'm going to take away your house. I'm going to take away your job. I'm going to take away your car. I'm going to take away something, right? Uh, Oh, and then he mentioned how if that doesn't work, if they couldn't, the the game that they played in Russia, if they couldn't take away all your stuff, because some people that were brave, the citizens, they were not afraid, right? There's always that in there, too he said what they would do is make up lies about your reputation. They will try to destroy your reputation. But if that wasn't important to you, then they couldn't do anything to you. They could not hurt you. Except take you to a camp somewhere and kill you. Oh. Yeah. Isn't that like an amazing story? Yes, where is that? What's the name of that person?
4: His name is Yuri Bezbnevkov. And, uh, he was oh, you gotta know him? He was on a Michael Savage show uh, Thursday, and he, he was a KGB agent, and um, he worked around the world uh, deceiving people. And one thing that he said was um, that we're in absolute war with the United States. Oh, yeah. And um, he referenced Sun Yu, Sun Tzu, and he said that... Uh, the greatest victory in war is to never fight, to never have a physical battle. So that's, so Russia has been having a psychological battle on the United States for the last uh, 50 years, and they're in the third or fourth generation of people that are brainwashed and programmed to, uh, to destroy themselves. And even if you take these people to Russia and show them We've been brainwashing you. Uh, this stuff here in Russia is, is, is uh, it's terrible here, and we kill people. That Those people would not believe it. They will not believe it. Know, think he they're said lying. even
0: if we took some Americans over to Russia and we <clears throat> tell them, hey, we've been deceiving you, it's not true. It's all lies. He said that even if they showed the people the death camps, even if they beat the folks, they still wouldn't believe that they are brainwashed. Isn't that amazing? Brainwashing runs deep. It's a spiritual thing.
4: And it comes from the parent. Yeah. It first starts, the brainwashing starts with the mother being impatient with the, with, the, with the child. And and it grows from that.
0: Amazing. And that's how they started with the blacks over here. They start, once the, the black gave their lives over to the so-called civil rights leaders and others, they start feeding them then. They wanted to be their leaders so they started telling them lies and and showing bad movies and all that kind of stuff and it's going on even today and it's like amazing to me and then I wonder if a brainwashing brainwashed person heard this same video would they believe him it was so clear and it was so precise and he said that he warned the American people what happened so that he could start speaking up you got to speak up. And he said he's warning you because he love America and that this is the last country for freedom. Once they take your freedom away here, it's over. There's nowhere else to go in the world. That's mind-blowing. And also that um, really all you got to do is start speaking up and refuse to back down. There's nothing they can do. But if they can put fear in you, they can shut you down speaking up or standing up, that's it. It's over. And they're taking away our freedom to speak up and everything right now. Amazing. Yes, sir. And then I come to Ed and here.
12: Good morning, Mr. Peterson. Good morning. Um, you mentioned earlier about you know uh, not believing the new, the mainstream media and Propaganda and all. You said a lot, but you gave a long speech. But um, so, is the whole Hitler story fake? Then I don't know. Uh, well, we didn't live through it, right? We, so how do we know that it you actually happened? It? Yeah, did we oh. live through it? Like, did we, Any of us alive when, right now? Did we live through it? Like, when I, they've always been telling us that oh, Hitler was bad. He killed the, these people. He killed six million Jews. And it's always six million. Like, what about the other 14 million that he killed? He killed a lot of disabled people, apparently, that's what they say. And he did all kinds of bad stuff, and,
0: and well, they, they, I, they
12: publicized it in the media at that time, so we have to go and fight him. So how do I mean, I, should we um, believe
0: what we're told or not? When I first heard about Hitler, I was a teenager in Alabama, Yeah. and I remember hearing about, on the news or something, about... Hitler, mm-hmm. and about America was going to go there to have some type of war or something, right? Y'all remember that? Didn't America go there to help out or something? Yeah. But I was a teenager, I didn't care. <laughs> I didn't pay any attention at all. I was down in Alabama, I was dating, I wouldn't care about that. <laughs> Who care about Man. that at that age, right? And so I don't know what the real deal is, to be honest, because I haven't. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing more and more about it now that I do radio and stuff like that. And just like I'm hearing about this Russia thing, this is like mind-blowing to me. And if anybody else know about it, about what happened in Russia and the brainwashing, look like they would be Mm -hmm. speaking up about it, especially if they live here, right? They would be telling the people, y'all being brainwashed. Because I'm sure somebody in government, in our media, they know better. They know what it is, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not hearing anything about it. So I didn't know Mm -hmm. a lot about Hitler yeah. And I know some of the Jew haters don't believe me when I say that. I love Israel. Yeah. You know, when I was growing up, the thing I heard about Israel is that Christianity came from Judaism. Yeah. So we had a major respect for that. We were like pretty much the same in that in that way. And so I grew up wanting to go to Israel because what I heard about it and the Bible and stuff. And I finally had a chance to go and it was remarkable. It was amazing. You get a chance to walk through the Bible. We were doing a baptism service over there. We went in the uh, in this lake that's made out of salt, so you can't sink. Mm-hmm. I tried to drown, but I wouldn't go down. Yeah. I like that kind of swimming. <laughs> but other than that, and I do know now for sure that you can't believe the media about anything. But the and, Jews and, fell away from God. That's why Christ came,
12: right, to restore the order. Not just the Jews, but the Gentiles as well, right? Because the Jews they don't believe. Well, not I don't know the Orthodox or the, I don't know. But I'm not a Jew. I'm I'm, I'm a Christian. You love well, the Jews? I'm, yeah, I do. You love but the I Jews? But I believe that they should believe in Christ. You lo- why? Because Christ came to save the world, right? I mean, save everybody, not just
0: yeah.
12: Gentiles there are some and Jews, Jews that
0: became Christians during Christ's time. Yeah. So why don't they
12: believe in Christ now? Like, we should all believe in Christ. then. But right?
0: everybody's not going to believe, man. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, so not So just not with suffer. Yeah, let them suffer. I really don't know what the real deal is. And it's hard to know because, um, let's say that if the Jews are mad at the whites who hate them, I'm not going to hear the truth from them about the whole Hitler thing, right? Yeah, but some of them are and blue-eyed if, and blonde hair,
12: and they claim to be Jews. And, like, well, so there's some dark Jews, too. So
0: well, who yeah. are the real Jews you then? You're going right? down the road too far now. <laughs> you just asked me about yeah. propaganda. Yeah. And if the whites hate the Jews, I'm not going to hear the real story about that either. Because we have anger, it's hard to be fair and balanced. Yeah. Um, thank you, man. Mm, yes, sir. And, and, and that reminds me of something. Guys, I don't know if y'all heard the show Friday... But I do counseling, some of you know, I do counseling Monday through Thursday. And I've been hearing it from a lot of guys, not a lot, but several guys around the world. They'll meet these women who are either married and breaking up with their husband or live in and things like that. And when these guys meet these women, the women tell the guys, oh, my husband abused me. He was mean to me. He did this and he did that. And he was this and that, right? And so the guys tried to save the woman from the, from her husband because he, quote, unquote, abused her. But then when the guy gets the woman, she take him through hell. <laughs> and, he and so he's like, what? <laughs> and so, and, and I asked the guy, who would do do the women ever tell you what they did in the relationship? What part did they play? What role? And they're like, no, they never say what they did. It's always the guy fault, right? Guys, y'all better stay away from these women and talk about their abuse. They're going to abuse you. You want to hear both sides. You never, ever, ever take a one-sided story. There are always two people involved, and there's always two sides to a stirring. And when you hear someone telling you something about an issue concerning them or whatever, and they're not telling you what they did in the relationship, don't believe it. Don't just judge the other person just because someone said it. It's like in America today a part of the brainwashing. Anytime a woman accuses a man of being he raped me, he beat me. And the woman can go and take his money and court and everything. And and the man is assumed guilty. They don't even hear now you they don't even hear his side of the story. He's just automatically assumed guilty. But in America one time, it was innocent until proven guilty. That's gone for the man now. That's the Russia stuff, ain't it? Yeah. That's that Russia mess. <laughs> so yes, sir. So it.
8: So this is interesting. Um, uh, net, net, really. Um, I, I was trying to. Fi- well, I was trying to figure out why some friends of mine really seem to want to. Um, uh, uh, listen to all the media about vaccination, non-vaccination. Stay away from people. Wear the mask. There's some folks that are really almost religious about it, and I was trying to understand what is it about them. And every one of them's uh, politically very liberal. There's a pattern there, and so anytime you see patterns like that, you got to wonder what makes people do that. Yeah. And I remembered one time I was in a in a, a company event, and they brought a hypnotist in, and the hypnotist was trying to determine, I realized what he was up to, you know, thank God. Um, he was trying to figure out who is susceptible to hypnotism. And he, he did a test that I can describe at some point if anybody's interested. But it was clear that some people were going to be susceptible to his messages. And then they brought those people up on stage. And there was a guy that answered his shoe as if it were a telephone. There, I mean, this is a guy, and when I asked him afterwards, I said, what the heck were you doing? did you know what you were doing it said yeah but i wanted to believe my shoe was a phone yeah they want to That's believe it what, what angry people do that right well these guys that were up on the stage were some of the angriest people yeah. in the company yeah. right including one particular woman who was very passive aggressive and nicey nicey but you knew underneath it there was some there was some hell there yeah uh, they really did there was another guy that put his head in another woman's lap and fell asleep is crazy yeah. right but Every one of them afterwards said they were fully conscious. And, and so uh, you just answered what I was trying to understand. It's they, the, the most angry are also the most susceptible to yes, hypnotism.
0: Absolutely. And
8: there's a lot of mass hypnotism going on. Um, you, <laughs> I moved and I didn't, uh, I didn't get any cable TV. I was watching some programs on my laptop. And all of a sudden everything was calmer in the household. I didn't hear the latest results and the latest percentages and the latest whatever. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot
0: easier. Yeah. And so. I, um, I was thinking about this race thing and how bad it is and it's not true until this young generation of black people, and not all, of course, they are robbing and stealing and murdering and raping and stuff all over a lie, all over something that's not even real, but they've been brainwashed to believe it. They believe that. They literally believe it. And no one is saying, hey, this is not true. It's not racism. It's about morality. It's about you have bad parents. It's about this or that. No one is saying it. And then the, our country are allowing these people to do it, like Black Lives Matter and other, right? They allow them to burn down the country, tear down statues, and, and all those things under this false lie of racism. It's, a, it's not even real at all. It's like not even real, right? But they have allowed these people to do it because they want to turn America into a socialist society. And so they need these people to do what they're doing. They need to bring fear. They need to bring destruction. And they need to have the, the regular folks, the normal people, fighting amongst each other. Do you realize that people fight over racism? They hate each other over racism. And it's not even real. But in their mind, they believe that it is real. And angry people, when they do something wrong, like Ed was saying about how the weird people on the stage were doing, they'll they'll make up a reason why they did it. Oh, I did it because I wanted to. (laughs) Why did you answer the shoe as though it was a phone on the stage in front of a public? Oh, I wanted to. Do you know you made a fool out of yourself? No, I just wanted to do it. Angry people have excuses because the devil gave them excuses as to why they did it. It's like if someone made you bring out the anger in you. Uh, and you say, well, why did you get angry? Well, they made me angry. They didn't make you angry. You were already angry. You just They just brought it out. And so they are destroying our country over lie. Because there are people who want to control the country, want to control the people. And they are as this guy kept saying in the video, use for idiots. Oh, and then I teach you here and then Frankie. Um oh I wrote that down. Oh he said that in India and in other parts of the world there are, there are gurus that teach you how to meditate and stuff. <laughs> it was so funny. And he said that if, he didn't say open name, but he said entertainers like that. He didn't mention her name though. No. They would go to India and they would go to these different countries and they would learn to meditate. And they would come back to America pretending that they're doing something good, that what they have is working, not knowing they've been set up. And so what the gurus do is they bring the people over here, from over here to there with money, and they put them in these little camps and they sit around all day and meditate and eat good food. And so when they, first of all, the guru made a bunch of money off them from coming there, right? And then when they come back here and promote the guru, the guru is invited over here to make buku money, through traveling around speaking and selling materials. And there are people like them who don't know that they're being used. And when those kind of, those entertainers go there to meditate, they um, they don't let them see the bad part of the town. They only let them see the good town part of it, right? And they'll come back promoting it as though it's good. And that they brainwash those people so deeply that they'll come back here thinking that they don't need to fight. They don't need to stand up for America. They are, Somehow or another, it's just going to magically happen without them having to speak up or deal with it. And and I'm like, wow, that's deep. Uh, he mentioned Jane Funder and all those people. He's like, these people, whoever controlled this thing, is allowing Jane Funder and others to put down America, make a lot of money, because they need those people to be doing what they're doing so they can help destroy America. And once they get into a communist society, they're going to de- destroy Jane Funder and people like that. They're just using them too. But those people don't know that they are being used. They let them get rich, they let them get a lot of money, but once they really get hold of the country, they destroy the people that they, those kind of people. And they, Oh, and he mentioned the business, these big companies that are supporting people like Black Lives Matter and all that, they support Antifa. And if you notice, the government is putting small businesses out of business. And so that makes the big businesses greedy. It made them, they, because they got to get more money, they get more power, so-called power. And so that's why they are helping the government to do this. But once they, whomever running this thing, get what they want, they're going to destroy the big businesses too. And they said the big businesses are working against themselves and don't even realize it because they are greedy. They, they can't have enough money. They don't get enough things. The, the ego is out of control. That's what they did in Russia, and that's what they're going to do here to the big companies as well. Isn't that amazing? It's all there. where you really see it, it makes so much sense. It's just all happening. But the people don't see it. You scared, Amber? Do you want to come up and do a gospel song right now? <laughs> amazing grace. It's a mess. That's why I want to encourage you. You got to overcome this anger so you can overcome fear and you can deal with this. And he said, we still have a chance to save America. It's just that the people got to start speaking up. You got to overcome the anger. What's the
8: name again of this guy? Yuri Beznov. Yuri what? bezanov Beznov? Reznov. How do you spell well, that? Spell it. It. Somebody spell it. It's a <laughs> it Just Google
4: it. Google knows yeah. who it is. Yeah. yeah. So he has very interesting. he's got an American name by the first name of Thomas also. Thomas something is his American name. But he Ed, also... And I'll
0: send you the video. He, uh,
4: he also talked about uh, uh, fighting war. And uh, the best, I just told you, the best way to fight war is to never fight. And uh, um, so, what he's done around the world, uh, there's been wars uh, with Iran, in Africa. All those wars were all done by Russia. And the first thing they did, uh, for instance, in Iran, they sent, uh, they, there was a a conservative uh, American loving uh, the Shah of Iran. They sent in mullahs that were funded by the Russians to go in and cause destruction and chaos. Iran was a beautiful country at one time. It was yeah. like going to France. Uh, and they put these people to poison the country. The same thing, they did the same thing with Vietnam. They did the same thing with Korea. Every major war. They would send in subvert, uh, subvert. They would subvert the economy, subvert the people. They would demoralize them, and then they would, they would uh, have, uh, de- they would destroy themselves. Just like exactly what we're doing here.
0: Yeah,
4: uh, amazing. That's how they would fight. And they, when they did this in Russia, if you were going to Russia to try to do that, you would be stopped at the border. If you came in with uh, inf- American information. They would, and you would put it on the newsstands. They would take it and put it right in the trash. If you were were uh, start doing public things, they would arrest you. They would jail you. They would not allow this. What they're doing here in Russia, uh,
0: Amazing. with all he the he said that America needs to stop funding these socialist countries because they are helping to bring on this destruction. Um, uh, let me tell you, Let me tell you this first. Uh, oh. It reminded me of the Bible thumpers. The Bible thumpers got the same problem. They brainwashed. The preachers have brainwashed them with the word, and they don't even know it. They'll run around saying Jesus is God. They don't know what they're talking about at all. They have no clue if Jesus is God or not because they don't see it for themselves. They only see it that way because the preachers said it. They believed it. And so now when they read the Bible, they think they're reading it. Isn't that amazing? Well, how about when Jesus said, "I'm the Son of the of the Father"? Don't worship me. This kind of work, you guys would do it too. Greater worship, you do. Well, he's still with God. He he was. They say, and the preacher make up another word to brainwash them. They say, well, he was God in the flesh, but they use another word. Another what? Yeah, incarnate and all kind of stuff. And then you say, well, what does incarnate mean? They're like, I don't know. <laughs> something." But it's the same thing. That's when you shouldn't let people teach you either. Yeah. Only let the Holy Spirit teach you. And when you hear this stuff in the news or from me or anyone, let it go in one ear and out the other one. And the Holy Spirit will verify if it's right or not. It will be revealed to you. God looked out for us by giving us a teacher. And He's real smart. And He will reveal all things to you. That's why you shouldn't have a plan in life. People are stressed out because they have been told, you need to have a five-year plan. You need to have this by this time and this by that time. And they are brainwashed, they believe in it. And they are, they are stressed out and worried. And then when they go back to the expert to get help, oh, expert, expert, I'm worried. I'm stressed out. Okay, here's a pill. They're making money off you. Oh, that guy said they create situations, and they scare you to death, and they have control of you. Then they come back to pretend they are fixing the problem when well, anyone the that caused the problem. And they don't ever fix the problem. They just make you think it's resolved. They're like, oh, we have a resolution now, and now everybody feel better. And they, they make it worse. Now they got you. you have overreacted. So now they got you. What a mess. D- is, does this conversation make sense? Yes. It feels like church.
12: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I When I was listening to this video, I was like, wow, this is so deep. And so deep. And I'm like, wow, I'm black and I understand it. <laughs> I'm sure the white folks are going to love this one. It's so, he, laid it, he laid it out like the gift from God. It was so clear. And exactly what he says happened, happened over there is happening right here, right now. It's in the making right now. Um, yes, sir. And then I, I come to you. This, does this help Are you guys looking at how brainwashed you are? <laughs> <laughs>
12: yeah.
0: Just think about the things you believe and then you find out later, wow, that was dumb. How did I believe that? But once you overcome that anger, it's a spirit, and it has you living in darkness. It's all ego, so it makes you justify everything. Why did you stay with your husband if he beat you? Because I love him. You love the man that beat you? Yeah. Now you know that's brainwashed. Somebody going to beat you? You gonna stay with them because they love you? You love them? That's brainwash. I know. You a nice told nice. Hopo to beat me.
2: Be. <laughs> <laughs> uh yes, sir. I, I was just—I was realizing that. Um, I—I don't know if it's other countries, but I feel like they—they they come here and they like pervert things a bit, right? So there's like. You know, with science, like, there's things in science that are obviously true, but then there's evolution or whatever from Karl Marx, which is not from here, and they're bringing that poison here, and then they, then there's like, you know, people like, with, with, uh, gender. So that's like another perversion of a. So I, I could see that, it, I don't know if it's other countries, but I feel like these people are infiltrating these truths that we have already in the United States, and then they twist it a little, like a little bit, and you can see people feeding into it. even yeah. church, like you said, with the church. With you know, the, somebody must have came came over here or something. And said, oh no, no, the, this is how it goes in church. This is this is what you're supposed to believe, and then they like uh, regurgitate yeah. the whole thing. So I think it's just you can start seeing these perversions everywhere because they don't make sense. You know, when you're a kid and they're telling you you come from a monkey, you're sitting there like, mm, so then where? You know, it doesn't make sense even as a kid. They or you are, tell gender to a kid, they're like, you know, I'm a, I'm a boy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I know. Just think about that. Bruce Jenner is a boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but
0: he looks good, Bruce though. Bruce Jenner
9: <laughs>
0: is a boy. I was looking at him on Fox News the other day, and this woman, Ainsley, what her real name? Earhart. Yeah, <laughs> was interviewing him, and she would call her Bruce Jenner, or she. Where, she? No. a she said this, and they showed Bruce face. I'm like, there ain't no she. I went all black. There ain't no she. That's a man in a dress. But you know you brainwashed if they can make you say, that's a woman. That's a she. There ain't no she. You could cut off all the body parts until the cows come home, right? Now they, now they have men and women saying that men can have babies. You get pregnant. You get
8: <laughs>
0: that's brainwashing, folks. And as this guy made the point, they put these perverted people in position of power. He's like, that's what they're doing in America right now. That's what we did in Russia. We put them in position of power so they can help destroy the country, bring the country down because they have no values. And if you have no values, you have nothing to stand on. And so they destroyed their homes. They hate Christians, so they t- got rid of Christianity. Then they get rid of the men, it's over. So I, I want to move a little faster. I saw your hand, and then I saw your hand, all right? So is this helping a little bit? Yes, sir. Uh, I hope so. Yes, sir. Oh, in a jacket, yeah.
2: Yeah, you you pretty much answered my question. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but could you also talk more about forgiving the mother today?
0: Yes. Uh, what happens is in the home... When the moment the mother makes you angry, imposing her will, or turning you away from your father, whatever, right? The moment you become angry as a little kid, in that very moment, you're brainwashed. You lose the reality of the, what you already know. We already know the truth. Really, we already know the truth. We know everything we need to know. But the moment you become brainwashed by becoming angry, you forget the truth. You forget what you know. That's why when God takes the spirit of anger away and bring you into the light, you just start remembering what you already knew. There's nothing new. You already knew it, you just forgot. And so you do start when the anger is taken away, and it, he will take it away from those who seek him, right? You just start to remember him. You remember the truth. Even when he revealed the truth to you, It's not like a surprise. It's like a remembrance because he put everything in us. We already know what's right and we know the truth. We can recognize when we see it. We just forgot. Isn't that like amazing? So you don't really need someone teaching you. Let's just show you how to build a house and you learn something physical, right? That's all you need it for. But you know the truth already. And when he takes that anger away, you're going to start remembering. You're going to remember what you knew as a little kid. When you came into the earth, every came, everything came with you. It was already there. It's like with the Bible thought Christians. You tell them the kingdom of heaven is within. What do you mean the kingdom? No, not. it's up there. No, It's up there too, but it's within you. It's at hand. And then they'll read it but still they won't believe it. They have no belief about it at all. No, zero. Because they've been brainwashed with the word. They've been brainwashed with the truth. Ain't that amazing?
13: Oh. Where am I? Right here, I think. So it's uh for anyone that's interested, there's another guy, Edward Bernays. Um since we're talking about Yuri Bezmenov and everything that he talked about with propaganda, uh, Edward Bernays. So I used to work at an advertising agency uh, a couple years ago, and this guy was basically the founding father of modern day advertising, and he basically invented the the whole concept of public relations. And it's interesting. He has a book that he wrote called "It's called Propaganda," and he breaks down basically how to, in so many words, brainwash people to, into buying products into basically changing their perception on how to buy whatever what whatever you're trying to sell them. And he's basically the guy that he is the guy that invented four out of five doctors recommend blah 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 blah. You know? Um you know breakfast is the most important meal of the day. He invented that concept. Whoa. Yeah. And, and not
0: everybody eat breakfast
13: early. Yeah. No, before like before basically I'll keep it short, but basically he would get he would be hired by these um like dairy farmer associate, like you know associations say we need to sell more of our dairy products and he's like all right how can i spin this into well if we convince people that oh we they have to the first thing they do when they wake up is eat a big breakfast well you know they'll drink milk they'll buy eggs they'll buy bacon blah 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 and before that you know people would eat breakfast you know whatever they could but they never made it like a meal meal yeah. and he basically was the guy that and he did this for like a, a, almost anything and everything that you can think of that's like a modern day like, sales tactic, he invented it, you know. He's basically, he, like, four out of five doctors, the whole concept of experts say blah, blah, blah stems from him. And he writes this in his book that he he came up with this because it's, like, it takes the um, mental, I forget the word he used, but it, it takes, like, the mental exercise of the consumer having to, to weigh whether or not to buy something. If we just say, oh, well, if, if, you, don't, if you buy this, you're doing it because experts say you should buy it. Yeah. And it's, if you're going to you know, check out Yuri Bezmenov, I, I highly recommend this guy because it's a lot of the stuff that we kind of just accept as the way it is. It's actually really invented and kind of, you know, <laughs> it's, it's a whole process that, that, you know, over the generations was just kind of force-fed to us and we just sort of consumed it all.
0: I, I, I was thinking about this last night. I'm thinking, what well, this is what the world is all about. The, the outside world is evil. So it lives off one another. It's the life out of people and out of things. That's how it lives. It's evil. So it, there's nothing good about it. So it's not surprising that this stuff is happening because it's evil. The inside world is of God. It is of good. And so you live a patient life. You live a peaceful life. You can do without things. You don't need as much as the rest of the folks they, they need out there. You, your life is common sense. It's common sense. And that's the difference. But expect these things to be happening in the world because it's evil, it's of darkness. And that's why God wants you to be in it, but not of it. And he will cause that to happen by renewing your mind, your body and soul. He will renew it. I um, I was thinking, about, oh, I was interviewing someone on the Father's say a couple, this past week. And I asked, and they have a, a counseling session. They do a podcast where they counsel with people, married couples. And so I asked the husband, um, are you the head of your wife? No. I asked, do your wife, does your wife obey you? And his first reaction was, I don't what you mean by obey. Do you mean if I beat her, if I tell her she can't do this? He would go into all these definitions about obey. I'm like, why you, why are you giving me all that? His mind, he's been brainwashed to believe that somehow or another obey is a bad word now because the women have been screaming about it and everything now even the preachers are afraid to use the word obey they took it out of the marriage ceremony when you're doing a wedding you get to the part where you ask the wife do you promise to obey your, your husband I did a wedding once and I asked the, the, the woman do you promise to obey your husband she had some friends there they had a fit they were sitting in the audience and they were moaning and groaning, and I just wore it out. Do you promise to obey? Will you obey? Do you promise to obey? And they were having a fit. <laughs> but they had been brainwashed. Obey is an amazing word. There's nothing wrong with a wife obeying her husband, and as a man, obey God. You know what I mean? But they made it a bad thing, and they think that that's what you're thinking. The average preacher would tell you, all depending on what you mean by obeying. (laughs) What the? Um, And and in reference to what you just said, in the good old days when boys were boys and men were men, if a salesman came to your house, the husband would not let the salesman talk to the woman. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. And you know why? Because she was emotional. She was crazy. (laughs) (laughs) And she above everything. And the salesperson knew that, isn't that amazing?
13: Yeah. So it's funny you said that because in this guy's book, he said uh, it, when you're so and sp- specifically he talked to about for car salesmen, he knew that the husband will always check with the wife when he makes big purchases. Yeah. And he really drilled that in when, when he was trying to make people like when he was trying to educate salesmen how to. You know, up their numbers or whatever. He's like, really drive the point. Like, oh, that you should go home and ask the wife. You should, uh yeah. Why don't you bring the wife back and see what she says? Because she, he knew that the if if he gave more buying power, I think was the word he used to the wife, it would generate more, you know, more yeah. sales, all that stuff. So he, yeah, he he saw that right away. And the other thing, just I'll, I'll make it quick. Back in the in the old days, there was a lot of like these rotary clubs and Kiwanis clubs that were that were like meant for like local. um I guess, business, like, small businessmen that were in the community that would kind of get together and just kind of, like, you know, talk shop and, yeah. you know, network, I guess. He exploited them mm-hmm. as well, where he would basically go into these little community clubs and basically break them up because he knew that those people were basically buying and selling and trading, like, within their, their own small network, like, locally. Yeah, And his job was to kind of get, like, the bigger businesses to get into these amazing. communities. So it's it's but yeah he he mentions very specifically that he like he breaks down how to like target the woman, the wife, in in order to, you know, make a sale basically.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. I remember when I moved to California, I asked a beat time preacher, if I said his name you guys will know who he is, right? I'm like, why do you always cater to the women at church? He said, because they have the purse. He told me that I'm like, what the he said the men don't give money, the women give it. They have the purse. A preacher. A big time preacher. A Mamma Mia preacher. He's so well known. He told me that I couldn't believe he told me, first of all. But he said it like it was nothing. You gotta overcome the anger folks so you can see what's going on. Overcome the anger and you shall see what's going on. Really. You'll wake up and you'll just be you and you won't be trying to see. You won't force because you're walking by faith and not by sight, right? So you won't you you'll just see it. It'll just be apparent to you. And and the people may get away with it for a little while, but but you'll just see, wow, they think they're tricking me. I can see what's going on. And you will have the patience to wait and deal with it at the right time, in the right moment, and it'll be all perfect. God love us. And he has equipped us. Everything we need is not in the world. It's in us. It's not out there. It's in us. And you can write books until the cows come home, right? If you don't go from within, live from within, you brainwash. You're crazy. Yes. Okay. So many hands. So I'm going to try to get to this minute. Yes.
6: I, I just need help overcoming my anger yeah. because it's weird. Like, after I confronted my mom and forgave her, it's almost like it got worse for me. Like, In what
0: way? How did it get worse? Because
6: I started to see more evil. And then, like, for now, the, my biggest issue that I need help with is how do I overcome my anger that I have towards single mothers? Because I hate You have anger them.
0: towards single mothers? Yeah.
6: Like why all of, are you mad at them? Because my mom was a single mother, and I can get it. Like I hate them so much. I have a serious disdain <laughs> what for single mothers. I know. It's weird because it, I never had oh, it until yeah. after I forgave my mom.
0: It's a good, good question. Are you doing the silent prayer?
6: No, not every morning and every night. <laughs> but I have a question about that, too. So when I, have to, when I do the silent prayer, is it something that I can do just by myself, or do I need to have my phone with me and put it on the No, you the can video? do it by yourself. Once well, you, you learn
0: it? a technique, you can do it by yourself.
6: Yeah, well, then I am doing it because I can catch myself doing it. As soon as I wake up in the morning, I have thoughts and I'm telling myself those are lies. At night when I'm going in the bed, I have my brain going, you know, thinking about And I'm like, they're, they're lies. Forget it. Uh, and I've been having, like, better sleep, too. And I I stopped smoking weed. I stopped drinking. Um, I you can cu- smoke weed and drink? Oh, yeah, all the time. And I realize wow. now how masculine it is. I'm not to it's women disgusting. doing this. Yeah, I'm bad. used
0: to hearing it now. Mm-hmm. But we I had I knew one lady when I was growing up and she was an alcoholic. And she used to dance nasty when she get drunk. We call her Ain't Tay. What's that? We call her she was my grandmother's sister. And we call her ain't tay. And ain't Tay would get drunk and come over to the house. And we'd be like, What you better whatever. She'd be all drunk. She'd be dancing all nasty. And, and my grandmother and the other adult said, saying, Tay, you need to set your A down. You're too old. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with Tay have a little fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: she dancing all nasty and drunk. <laughs> and so that was like it out by itself, right? But I know women are doing it now. Yes. Like, yes. But here's what you do. Do the silent prayer. When the thoughts come to resent the single mothers, it's not you. He's tempting you to do it. So just watch it and don't don't judge yourself. Don't call it good or bad. Just observe it and the light is taking it away from you. It's not you feeling that way. Mm -hmm. It's this thing that you're overcoming. You believe in thoughts and you think that is you. That's all that it is. It's spiritual. It's the spirit. Mm -hmm. And so now that you're back with the Father, he'll fight that for you. He'll take it away from you. But if you see that and say, look at that single woman with all those children. Yeah, Daddy, I hate her. Don't do that. Just observe it, and you notice the thoughts are telling this. And because you're caught up, you feel that anger in here. But don't worry, it's no big deal. It's not you.
6: Um, What do I do with like, because everyone that I know, like all family members and all my friends, all of them, they're all single mothers. Right. Right. I mean, it's almost like I can't even find a married woman these days. Right. Um, Um, What do I do with that when they're like you want to come over that like we're having a party or can I come over to your house and this and that. And it's like, I, a part of me goes, of course, you're always welcome to come over. And then another part of me goes, no, like I don't even want you around me. So what do I do with that? Well, number
0: one, make sure you know that not you hating them. Don't hate them. Mm-hmm. And then you see how to deal with it accordingly. You see how to deal with when and if it happened. If you want to go hang out, you say yes. If not, no, I can't. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Or if they want to come over, you say no, and you won't, it won't be personal.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And if they don't like it, it'll be on them and not you. It wouldn't matter. So just have a wait and see. Don't plan ahead. Always live in the, in the present. Never go ahead, jump ahead, and you will see how to deal with it in that moment that it happened. Because sometimes you may want to have somebody over. Sometimes you might not, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might want to go hang out. Sometimes, But have a wait and see and deal with it as it's happening. And God will guide you. That's the best way to do it. But you got to stop believing that it's you who are hating these women. It's not you. Satan is showing you that so you can overreact. And the moment you overreact, then he'll show you something else real fast. He got you. And, got, and now you uh obeying him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not you at all.
6: Okay.
0: Because you wouldn't forget your parents. You're doing a silent prayer. You'll be fine. You're growing away from that. Don't worry about
6: it. It does feel like that. Like, it feels like I'm enduring pain yeah. that I've never felt before. Because before, I would just smoke it or nap it or drink it away. Right. And it's like, I feel so sad now. But I guess it's not even me who's feeling that way. That's
0: right. Just notice that, too. Because you could be repentant for something. And if you feel sad, just notice that. And let it all happen. God got you. And one day, you'll you, you reflect. And it will be amazing. Really. So allow yourself to go through what you got to go through. And don't be upset about it. Okay, thank you. Yeah. That makes sense?
6: It does. It yeah. does. It's that just happens. it's just hard. It's just hard dealing with it because I've never had to deal with it. I've been angry for like 25 years since yeah. I was really little. Yeah. I know. It's crazy, right? Like 25 years to be angry is a long time.
0: That's why... That's what the people use to make money off of you when you're suffering like that. Mm-hmm. Most people say, oh, I'm stressed out now. Mm-hmm. I'm depressed. And they go to a psychiatrist or counselor and they get their medication. Mm-hmm. Now they still have this spirit to deal with, but they're high. They can't deal with it. Mm-hmm. Society has convinced the millennial that smoking pot is fine. Isn't that amazing? And when they smoke pot, they think they they see Jesus. <laughs> they literally yeah. think that they are smart. No, yeah,
6: exactly.
0: and you're looking at you not you're being dumb right now, but in their mind they think they're being smart. And then society said, okay, pot is good; it's a medicine. And so they built pot houses, and now people line up to go to the pot house, losing their jobs, getting up late in the morning, can't function, but pot is good. And when they get get off the pot, they can't even deal with life. If they get off, it's a mess. Yeah, so don't worry about it. Um, what? All right. And it so overcome the anger. You got to. You God said you must be born again. All those who are born of the mother, you're dying. You're angry, and you're dying. You're not living. All those, everybody in the whole world, there's not one. And then once you're born of the father, by forgiving your mother, they can help her, forgive your father. He can protect you. Then you start to live, and you really, 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 really will start to live. Life energy, life common sense. And then he'll start taking care of you. He'll open up opportunities that would blow your mind. And you would never know stress or worry or anxiety or any of that stuff again. Really. It, it, it wouldn't be a part of you. You'd be in the world but not of it. And when the government come for you, you won't be afraid to say, no, get out of my house. Really, you won't you won't be afraid to speak up. Because he will make it where you're not attached to anything in the world. Anything or anyone. Not even your children. If you have to let them go, you'll let them go. Because you not be attached to them. You will be attached to what is right. Yes, sir.
4: So he gave an, uh, Yuri gave an example. Uh, dying for truth. So he put 2 plus 2 equals 4. Okay, 2 plus 2 plus... Uh, this I will die for. I will die because 2 plus 2 equals 4. Of course, you wouldn't uh, because it's silly. But he wrote God and Jesus Christ underneath. He says, many people have died for this. And they and they they're in a, uh, a blessed place. Um, the whole purpose of this warfare that they're doing is to demoralize yeah. the American population. You cannot destroy a people that that have morals. Morals meaning God. I thought it meant sex, but it's everything. It means oh, music. Everything is sex. Means <laughs> magazines everything and papers. Sex. <laughs> What the? and so and, and alcohol? <laughs> you if you're you can got it, now? You put people, that. get people addicted to that stuff. You have them, and so yeah. uh, uh, even like myself, buying things, <laughs> buying too much, it's an addiction. Yeah. And you become a slave to it. You came, you came to my apartment. And you know me uh, all this stuff. Go to Costco and buy everything. That's part of their. I break went watch. to his say one day.
0: He got so much junk in there. <laughs> I said, man. If you sell all this stuff in your house, you can retire for the rest of your life and never even have to draw unemployment or anything. he, got, he just like his mama. How you, when you go into the house, you go at your own risk. So I make sure my insurance paid up and everything. <laughs> and
4: some, but that's a part of their brainwashing. That's how they program people into cons- yeah, be consumers instead of uh, believing in God and having faith and
0: stuff. It really is. This young lady here, I forgot I saw your hand. And then I come here.
7: Oh, you were uh, were talking about anger and I was watching an old video.
0: Oh, hold that thought. Uh, That's another thing I want to tell you about the Bible thought for Christians. They have allowed the preachers to tell them that it's okay to be angry. Jesus was angry. Everybody a little angry. Lord, you don't let the anger control you. They have allowed that to happen. Anger is evil. There's nothing good about anger. And if you fight your battle with perfect love, you're going to win the battle. With anger, you're not. But they believe that anger is good. A little bit of anger. Everybody has, they think Jesus has the kind of anger that they have. Isn't that amazing? That's brainwashing. Okay. Thank you.
7: So you, you, uh, you were saying about it's not enough to just see the anger when it comes up, but you also said you have to face it. Yes. And so I feel like I'm able to see it, but sometimes, you know, like say, I don't know, my husband annoys me or my daughters, whatever. And, um, I can, I can see that I'm starting to, like I see it, but I don't know what it really means to face it. I mean, I can endure it. Sometimes I overreact and I let it get to me. Right. Um but then right after I'm like, Oh I messed that up. But I don't really know what it means to actually face it. Is it does that mean enduring it?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know how your daughter may irritate you, Mama mommy, I want some candy. No, don't eat you gotta eat dinner first. No, I want it now. And then you start feeling that anger, right? Don't lash out at her. Don't run to the refrigerator and get drunk notice that you're angry like what I was telling this young lady just notice that spirit of anger and the father would take care of it and then eventually your daughter come along she she would do the same thing it wouldn't bother you at all you'd be able to guide her in the right way he's taking it away from you he allowing allow you to see that so he can take it away from you it's not you but it's that thing that's in you so you gotta face it rather than getting high in that moment let yourself feel the pain of it the embarrassment of it whatever you're feeling right Go through
7: it. Okay. Well, sometimes when I see it coming up, I kind of want to go, okay, I, I'm not going to be able to deal with it. So I kind of I tell my husband, but then he is like right to anger. So it's like, I'm, I'm always like, is it a good idea to even tell him no. or, or to even you, no, have you him correct go her? It.
0: Because if you don't overreact to him, he would never know that you're angry. It's between you and God, right?
7: Well, I mean more like for my daughter. Like when I wanna you know, I see that okay, I'm not I'm probably not gonna I mean I know that's probably a lie that I'm probably not going to correct her correctly. You will so if you I don't wanted,
0: overreact. If you don't if you don't go I'm with gonna, the anger, you will correct her perfectly. Because God loves you too. That's why he draw you back unto him. And you gotta let the old way die. Him, he's cleaning up your house right now, all the junk, yeah. right? And then you find yourself dealing with your daughter perfectly. It's gonna blow your mind. Okay. Because if your husband is getting angry and you know he's gonna, why send him to her? You know, tell well, him. I do that
7: because I sometimes I know sometimes I do the same thing, but you know, so it's like, oh, maybe he can handle it, you know, this time.
0: But you see, he can't handle it. Right. Yeah. Right. So just quietly, and the daughter ranting and raging, and you feeling angry. Oh, I want to kill this girl.
2: <laughs>
0: you're thinking that, right? She better to get out of here before I choke her. <laughs> Did your mother ever tell you she's going to choke you if you don't get out? No. My mother told me that. you going to get out of here, I'm going to choke you. I'm like, really? <laughs> but she's standing the way I believed it. And I got away. But you're thinking all this stuff, right? But your daughter doesn't know that. Your husband doesn't know unless you overreact. And, and if you feel like you're going to overreact, just let her carry on for a minute until you can calm down, and then you can deal with her.
7: Oh, that's... Okay, I'm going to definitely try that. Yeah. That seems...
0: Yeah, just let her act out, and you watch her acting out, go about your business, and then you can deal with her. But you don't want to deal with, with that spirit because it's spirit to spirit, and she can tell that you're angry. You pick it yeah, up. Yeah,
7: I immediately see it because of the way she speaks to me. I'm like, oh, she learned that from me. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Are you doing the silent prayer every yes, morning, I am. every night?
7: Every morning, every night.
0: Okay, yeah. nice. But just y'all relax. The Father mm-hmm. got you. Really, he'll take care of it. Allow yourself to die. You're dying from mama, wants to die, and wants to live. When you overcome the anger, you're dying. You're overcoming this death thing you went through with mama. You die when you're born a mama. Now you've got to live when you're born of the Father. Once to die, and once to live. All right? Amazing. Thank you. Yes, sir. And then I can He's been waiting such a long time. Did I miss any hands? Oh, okay. Right there, yeah. Okay. Uh, you
12: mentioned earlier Bruce Jenner and, you know, the whole men or women. Bruce Jenner <laughs> is a man.
13: <laughs>
0: it's oh, a man, yeah. Oh, how many surgeries he had, <laughs> how many yeah. dresses he's put on. Mm-hmm. Pantsuit. He's still a man. Yeah. you got to be brainwashed and think that that's a lady. Yeah. How many look at Bruce Jenner and you think, wow, that's a woman? <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. Uh,
12: whatever yes. organization or person or group of people who are pushing this agenda, I think they're using our own laws against us. The First Amendment, freedom of speech. So they're spewing we got all these speaking. lies, and then they're backed up by the First Amendment. So how 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 can we fight back against it? Like, Speak up. Don't use the same the it. same First Amendment, right? But what? But use use the First Amendment, right, yeah. to fight Speak back. Up. But they keep shutting us down. Like, so how?
0: Speak it up. <laughs> the same thing. And I did that's think. what I want to tell you too. When you overcome anger, you can defeat evil. Really, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You can defeat evil when you overcome anger because the love of God is greater than Satan could ever think he want to be, right? And so if you don't have anger, you're not going to be afraid to speak up. Mm -hmm. I do it every day. For the last 31 years, I've been speaking up. I've been attacked, called names and everything, but I don't care. I love what's right. And they be having a fit. they like, yeah, the preacher lady told me on the show that you're telling the truth but the way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't say it like the Christians. You know what I'm saying? Christians say it like this. But I'm saying mm-hmm. it's simple truth. Speak. But if you mm-hmm. don't have anger, you will speak up. And that's what we need in America. And this guy said, the Americans better start speaking up. They better start getting involved. Another thing that Satan convinced the preachers convinced Satan too. The Christians is that uh, Christians should not be involved in government. A, 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 a Judeo-Christian country, this country founded on Christianity. It was in control by Christians, right? And now the Satan has told the folk, y'all shouldn't be involved in government. And as a result of not being involved, look what type of laws they are passing. Look who they are putting in power, position, position of power. All the Satan children. What a mess. How did he convince them not to be involved in government? In your own country. Laws that you're going to have to live under. Isn't that amazing? What a mess. But um, anyway. yeah, so, I got to uh, end. Okay, all right. Did you want to say some more? You, uh, well, you, uh, you said enough.
12: They're using the First Amendment to <laughs> shut down all the other amendments in the Constitution. So how do we fight back against that, not just with worship? Well, yeah,
0: but, I mean. Get involved in government. Without getting into. Run for positions. (laughs) Run for uh, school superintendents and and mayors and police chiefs and whatever. Get
12: involved. I mean, we can go back and forth with words, but eventually, I mean, without, I mean, what I'm saying is, like, how can we fight back without starting, like, a revolt, you know, like. Take out the people in power and you put them the You need to
0: say said for the 900th without Without a. Speak up. Starting, into, starting a war. Speak up. You know, like a civil war, you know.
12: Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. Get past the anger, you'll see to speak up. That's right, man. Absolutely. So I just want to avoid a civil war, you know, just anger, you know, what you said, anger, you know. Well, if, if there were a civil war, God forbid. The yeah. only way the war would happen is because you're not speaking up. Mm. And they're walking all over you. Yeah. <laughs> speak up. Do your wife still beat you? No, I'm not married, so no. See? No, I'm playing. No. Hey, white, I'm no. just no. yeah. Yeah. Speak up, real fast. I got to end. You can beat real fast. How many months are you pregnant? Six. Is six months. Well, already?
9: I'm actually seven next week. So Monday, I'm going to be seven. But months.
0: how many months as of today?
9: Six as of today. Huh? Six as of today. Oh, oh
0: I'm yeah. Well, yeah, you live about six months. Yeah. Um, Is it a boy or a girl? A girl. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You yeah. already have two older sons.
9: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I take my baby. I came
9: late. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I have realized something <laughs> lately that I don't know if it's the message that you, we're hearing you say about women. Um, it's like we don't, to me, it's like he said we're using it. No, Satan is using it against us in the sense of like saying, "Oh, you're a woman, you can't do this. You go have to go cry to your husband and ask him for forget, for um, for guidance or something." And I have seen myself so much in this loop of like, "Oh, I'm I'm evil. I don't I don't know what I'm doing, so I have to go to my husband." Like instead you of
0: stop listening to no listen thoughts. Yeah,
9: like that? no, no, I, I have stopped. That's oh, what okay. I'm saying. I have been. I realized I was doing, yeah. and I was like seeing this and i was like okay i need to stop doing this because yeah. i'm believing i'm he's using a good message to hurt myself and Absolutely. be like do not be with god you have to go to your husband and annoy him and annoy him and annoy him with all these questions that's
0: right. and
9: that's why i was like realizing oh and,
0: good i bet yeah. you're happy to hear that
9: <laughs> and then one last question so wh- is it wrong to to want to know like you know how they say when people want to do something wants to n- believe something they can brainwash you is it wrong to want to know God like at what point is it wrong to want to know God because I've seen myself wanting to know wanting what do you to mean believe that is
0: wrong you're supposed to seek him because you're coming back to the father yeah you say tell you something wrong with that too
9: no no I was just oh. hearing right now like he oh. said when you want to believe something, they can, like,
0: bring but you. Well, you don't believe God with your mind.
9: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Maybe it's just yeah, it's a not mind not in the mind, mind at all. Yeah.
0: Only Satan is up there.
9: Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, you should want to believe him. Uh, this your first time? Yes, sir. Uh, right here. <laughs> because I've got to end, In five minutes, we're done. Um, good morning. What's your, good morning. What's your name? Greg. Great. Yes. And how did you hear about us?
3: Uh, I think I seen you on YouTube a few years ago. And then oh. we kind of, we're brothers, so we shoot each other videos back Oh, you're brothers? Yeah.
0: Oh, nice. Any questions on anything?
3: Uh, I did have a question, uh, but I didn't want to ask it because I think you're probably going to end up talking about it on the show. is the Kaepernick, know? the Kaepernick commercial that came out. I don't know if you saw it or not. Kaepernick? Colin
0: yeah, Kaepernick.
3: Colin Kaepernick. He has a new one out. He oh, had a boy. new commercial. We watched it this morning. At, uh... Oh,
0: yeah.
3: okay. Um, it had me thinking about how people that are angry uh, react to the proper propaganda. Yeah, and I, I feel like he's so in his new commercial, he's comparing the NFL and selecting players to the auction block and slavery. And I, I feel like he's just doing that because he's angry. He is. Yeah. That's brainwashing. That's brainwashing. Uh, I'm sure you'll see it and
0: you'll talk about yeah, it. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure Nick'll get it for me. Yeah. But that is brainwashing. Yeah, but I think so. There's like... He's uh, make, he was making all this money throwing a stupid ball. Yeah. <laughs> How do you make that kind of money throwing a stupid ball anyway?
3: I think Who there was pay an, him that money to brainwash. There was an equation at some point made for the propaganda, and uh, they use it along all different aspects. The same equation. You just enter a subject, X, and they use it, and it, it works, and people fall for
0: it if you're weak. you know. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. The brainwashing runs deep. Yep. It's mind-blowing. That's why each individual has to overcome it. You can overcome it. Seek the kingdom of God in his right way. Go and forgive, and then you can see. You start seeing what's really going on around you. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Amazing. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Yeah, did you go here. and forgive your mother?
3: Uh, yes, I have. And how did that go? Uh, it went well. We actually spoke about it quite a bit. Uh, I think, uh, there wasn't so much to forgive her about just to, she, uh, she always supported my father and always kind of, uh, uh, told us that he loved us and she had his back nice. m- majority of the time. So
0: right on. Yeah. You, your wife still beats you? No, I'm not married. Oh, she's going to beat you. Yeah. <laughs> one day. One day. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Thanks yeah. for coming. Yeah. All right. Okay. This young lady here. Oh, is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh, what's your name? Then I'll come to her. My name's Chris. Morning. Chris, welcome. Thank you. Any, where are you from? Uh, I live here. Oh, you do? Any questions? How did you hear about no. us?
8: Uh, I've known about you for a long time. Just discovered uh, church recently. So oh, okay. That's why I'm here.
0: Well, thanks for coming, yeah, man. Thanks Any for having questions you. or anything? Not at all. How's life going for you?
8: Life is good.
0: Oh, good, man. Yeah. Oh, all me. is well. Well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Okay, this young lady, she just died to speak. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. No woman is good. All is well. Have you heard? <laughs> <laughs> no. What's your name? Mew. And how did you hear hear about us?
14: From my boyfriend.
0: Oh, he brought it to you? Yeah. Nice. Uh, any questions or disagreements or anything?
14: No questions.
0: Any no. disagreements?
14: No. Good. I'm sorry? It's good. Yeah, I like to learn. I think everything you said is like makes sense and kind of like answered the question by itself already.
0: Right on. Yeah. So your boyfriend, is he beta or alpha? (laughs) Beta, she had to look at (laughs) him. Beta or alpha? Alpha. Oh, he was like, please say alpha. (laughs) What's alpha about him? (laughs) what questions again what's alpha about him
14: Uh, he brought me here and right Uh,
0: uh, does he allow you to control him no does he buy you things
14: sometimes
0: beta (laughs) no no I'm well, I'm glad you're here. Thank you. All right. And make sure you come back again. All right. Are you glad she said Alpha? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been here before, right? No, never been here before. Oh, you never been? Wow. All oh, white people look alike. I thought you were Chris. <laughs> no. Uh, what's your name, man? Uh,
3: my name's Matt.
0: Matt. Thank you for coming. And how did you find us?
3: I, I've seen your videos on YouTube and usually on Sunday we'll watch your service. Right on. and we are in town this weekend so we thought we'd stop by. And where are you from? We're from San Jose.
0: Oh really? Any questions or disagreements or anything?
3: No disagreements. I'll I'll just say for everybody listening and, and here, you know, forgiving my mother and father which, you know, I, I got watching you, has made a huge difference in my life and, yeah. and it's brought me got rid of my anger great relationship with my parents and
0: so
3: i think that's really important for everyone
0: yeah one little simple thing and the people won't do before you enter into the kingdom of heaven go and forgive and i will forgive you that's all it takes seeing that you're wrong for hating something so simple yet so difficult isn't that amazing Mm -hmm. did i see your hand okay go ahead uh is this your first time Okay, let me come back to you. Let me take her, and I'll come right to you. Yes.
11: Jesse, you should put on the bond-like window,
0: forgive your
11: parents. I feel like that would be awesome, just like three huge words, you know?
0: That's a good idea. That's a very good idea. Because I had it up. We had a sign about forgiveness up there, and some homeless person told me, "He, oh, man. That's deep. That helped me. I like that. So people do walk by, because a lot of people don't realize how important it is to forgive. This your first time?
14: This is my first time. What's your name? My name is Susan Molina.
0: Hi, Susan. Hi. And how did you find us?
14: I attended a conference at the Foundation of Human Understanding last weekend. Right. And I just relocated here from New Jersey, and they told me about you. Right on. And so I'm looking for a community of uh, like-minded thinkers.
0: Well, welcome. Thank you. Any questions or comments about anything you heard today? Or I just
14: other? would like to uh, see, uh, learn about your community and like get to know people, other women. and. You um, want to
0: learn about my community?
14: Yeah, just like, just... just I don't get... have one. Oh, okay, well... I was
0: asking James this morning.
14: Did I ask you about
0: community? Well, I what? asked because I, I keep hearing... The experts say, oh, the lesbian community, the black people community. I'm like, do we all live in the same place? I don't know it.
14: No, what I meant was I, I, know what you mean. I, I relocated but, from New Jersey, and I don't know anybody, yeah. and I want to meet girlfriends.
0: Oh. <laughs> are you a lesbian? No. Oh, no, plan. No, I'm I want young. to meet
14: women no, who, who I, I are friends.
0: You yeah, but we meet. With the ladies, the third Thursday night of the month, for ladies only at 7 o'clock here. Okay. And then Sunday morning, we're here every Sunday. A less amount of time, but most of them are here. Okay. And so just keep coming, and you'll find yourself meeting people. It'll all work out.
14: All right. Thank you.
0: Are you working?
14: Yes, I work. I own my own business.
0: What type of business?
14: I'm a distributor for aesthetic products and pain management.
0: Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Well, welcome. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. Thank you. Okay. Amazing. Anybody else first time here? Okay. I'm sorry? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she, uh, she did it uh, Arianna, how's everything? What? What? Oh, good. How you doing? I thought about you this week. Oh, thank you. Um, How oh, you stop overreacting and just kind of,
11: yeah.
0: Why, Mary, laugh like that? <laughs> no, I'm playing. Did you stop overreacting and all order and is that getting better for you?
11: Um, I think so. I, I, I just live moment by moment. Just take whatever's in front of me and deal with it there.
14: But oh, okay. Nothing,
11: nothing's too. I did have a question though. Yeah. Um, I was wondering about like what you think when. You know, like in my case, like I'm a, I'm a, you know, a single mom, and I. Oh, she to, hates you. I know she hates me. <laughs> no. I was feeling it back here when she said let's it. I was try like,
0: your, oh. Let's try your experiment.
11: <laughs>
10: right.
11: Hello. She's
0: a single mother. <laughs> Don't you just hate her? <laughs> no. Go ahead.
11: And I was thinking about like my work situation. Like I have a job and I work and I, and in my role I. I I tend to end up in kind of leadership positions. So I'm a manager for the company I work for. Right. And I was thinking about that in regards to kind of how you talk about women working and, you know, and also women in leadership roles. And I'm kind of a little conflicted. Be- and I was just wondering to get your thoughts on.
0: Be grateful for it. Uh, do the silent prayer, Stay out of your head and you'll be fine. Okay. Because you won't play man and all that stuff. Yeah. You'll just be you being guided about what is right. So be grateful. Yeah, I do find myself,
11: because I'm in a room with a lot of men, and I have to make decisions, you know, sometimes. And, and But I do find myself not getting caught up in my ego. Like, I listen, right. and I and I let the men lead, too. Like, I don't, just because I'm the manager, doesn't mean I have to have the last word. I listen, and I stay That's right. back. Yeah, stay
0: present, and you'll be fine. Okay, good. It's amazing. Okay, Yeah. thank you. Good. So, we're out of time. I want to encourage you, if you want to overcome the brainwashing, you must overcome anger. The spirit of anger has to be taken away from you. And you can't take it away. Only God can do that. You have to see that you're wrong for being angry. I'm wrong for judging other people. I'm wrong for judging my parents and all that. And in that moment, you start to change. God will forgive you. But you've got to overcome that. Otherwise, and especially in this country, we need to do this so we can save America. We are the light of the world, salt of the earth, right? And so you got to overcome the anger so that you don't be afraid because the government is not done with us yet. This guy mentioned how in Russia what they did was they destroyed the economy in Russia. They destroyed the military and, no, one other thing. Oh, and religion. And that's what they're doing in this country. Look at them. They're destroying the economy. They hate Christianity. And uh, the military, they're in the military. They put drag queen, there was a drag queen man saying that he was the first lady to win, to be in that position. How do you, and I wonder, now that he's the first lady, when that event is over, is he going to the ladies' bathroom or the men's bathroom? Because the ladies can't yell now when he go into the bathroom. Isn't that a mess? What a mess. So do the silent prayer. Overcome the anger. Really. And you can't overcome it yourself. Oh, once you're born of the Father, relax and just live your life daily. Go through what you got to go through. Let yourself suffer through the through the pain. And that's what it means to endure. You draw closer to the Father. You become stronger and all that good stuff. When you allow yourself to do it, don't go and take depressing medication. I'm not a doctor, but you got to endure the inner pain. And you got the light now to fight it for you, to fight the darkness. And it doesn't feel like you're going to pass, but you will. You'll overcome it. You'll take it away. And it'll build your confidence with him and it'll draw you closer. All right? Any uh, announcement, Thursday Oh, it is? Oh, yeah, this is the first Thursday. This is November tomorrow. Isn't that amazing? So the men's forum tomorrow, I mean this Thursday, coming up at 7 p.m. for men only, and lady, hopefully we'll do have our meet with you guys. Sorry about that. Hopefully,
2: <laughs>
0: I wouldn't bank on it. <laughs> nah, I'm playing. Nah, we will. And I plan. You oh, travel
9: on Thursday,
0: huh? Is it like a what is it like a discount thing that <laughs> you
13: travel
0: on
9: Thursday? It's just <No>. a discount.
0: <laughs> do You know how the fly stuff when you
9: buy them in a certain day, it's like cheaper. What? The? When
0: you travel, I'm when you travel. When you decide to travel. No, it's not, it's not always on Thursday. She's dropping.
2: Oh, okay.
0: yeah, drop She's dropping.
2: She dropped the question. Oh. <laughs> I just Poor about,
0: baby. I'm um, always
9: searching for flight,
2: so I was like, oh, maybe
0: Thursdays are the days are like. Tuesdays. Oh, no. No, that's not. Right. It just happened to fall on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, thank you for your support, folks. If you need counseling, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. You can come in and call in and make a come in appointment by Skype or phone. It's up to you. And thank you for your support, your donations and things like that. We are looking for a front office person. Uh, it's a full-time job, Monday through Friday, front office, but you need to know some accounting. You gotta know some accounting, alright? So if you're interested, send your resume to Bond at barninfo.org Bond Barn at barninfo.org and one thing I want to end is by saying once you return to the Father you just relax don't have a plan take one day at a time it's going to be amazing alright Let overcome the world way of teaching you it's been bad for you, it's not good He will guide you, He will prepare you He will provide for you alright, He loves you so thank you all for tuning in and we'll do the super chats and and, and D-Live tomorrow and I can't wait to hear James show so I see what the chat people are saying about his his no beard <laughs> doesn't James look like a white guy
12: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I thought I used to think he was black but are white anyway thank you all so much all right I appreciate it thank you all for coming I do appreciate
2: it <laughs> nice